Hey y'all, it's Max, currently editing this episode and sick in bed. First of all, I wanted to apologize for the delay in uh, this release, except no I didn't, it's our show, so fuck you, we'll release it when we want to. Uh, But secondly, I wanted to uh, give a, I guess a bit of an apology, (laughs) explanation, uh, warning about the following episode. Not like a content warning. Uh, the audio quality on, on Tyler's end is particularly bad, like way worse than usual. Way worse than our normal bad quality. Uh, my my audio is crystal clear and wonderful as always. Uh, but we went ran into some issues with Tyler's main recording and then uh, more technical issues with the backup recording uh, that I also run. So... Uh, yeah, this is what we're stuck with. But we had a lot of fun making this episode, so we wanted to share it, and we hope that you can uh, look past uh, the uh, distorted audio. Next episode should be back to normal. Uh, we already recorded that, you know, like 40 mon- months ago, uh, as per usual. Anyway, love you and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Two Guys Sitting in a Closet. We're those two guys, and we're sitting in a closet. Every episode we do something different. We do something fun. We do whatever we want. Although I guess in this whatever case... Whatever we want. <laughs> It's not something different because we're doing the same thing as we did two episodes ago or whatever it was. Uh, I'm Maximilian Ives. I am your dungeon master today and and uh, my lovely co-host here, uh, Tyler Velez, yeah. is playing uh, his famous character, his famous <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons character, Tyler Velez. But before we get into that, we had some just amazing recommendations. Actually, probably the best recommendation of the podcast, our first guest recommendation last time. So we're going to go over that. Then we're going to jump back into the world of the the closet lands. Um, And then we're going to wrap it up with some new recommendations for this episode. And we will get out of the closet. How's that sound, Tyler? Sounds like a plan, man. You recommended last time that I uh, make it just like a guitar thing. And that guitar thing is going to play now. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The song was fire. Thank I liked you. it a lot. Thank you. It was it was really good. Shout out to Signal Music Studios uh, on YouTube. Um, they do some great like composition music theory. This guy makes some some great musical education content. So that gave me some inspiration for something a little funkier. <laughs> it took me so many different takes and tries and i was unhappy with everything and i'm still unhappy with this product but eventually anyone who's made anything creative including us right now with podcast eventually you just have to release something even if you're unhappy with it sometimes you just have to finish yeah but i'm glad that you liked it any any other thoughts beyond that i mean it was just great i like the, i I'm, I'm being sorry i'd be completely genuine about saying that when i heard it i was like oh my god like this this is really good. Cool. That that's that makes me happy to hear. Like I said, I spent I spent too much time on it, and um, <laughs> everything on it besides the drums is me. I just use a drum loop because that wasn't the assignment <laughs> to work mm-hmm. on the drums. But everything else, the for the bass, I just I don't have a bass with me here in uh, 
in mass. So I just down tuned a guitar in post and uh, oh, nice. used, used my uh, wah pedal, which is always fun. That gives you the wah, wah, you know, sound. Yeah. Um, and then I triple tracked the solo, which was the hardest part because yeah, I had to play like try to play the same thing three times. Um, that's another tip I learned from YouTube is is to double or triple track guitars to give it more more of a dynamic sound. But this isn't interesting to anyone who exists. <laughs> no modifier needed, just not interesting. So let's get to the real, the real, real man's recommendation. And by I should say woman's recommendation, because for the first time we had some lady influence on our on our on our dick podcast where we just have two penises all the time my friend ellie uh recommended the book doing good better uh by william mccaskill to you we we read the well you read the introduction and chapter one i also read it because i'm an overachiever what did you think (laughs) oh you followed the recommendation as well that nice i actually read it before you did (laughs) She she gave it she gave me the book to give to you. Nice, nice. So there were like I guess two main takeaways from it for me personally, because I mean reading the intro in chapter one is good, but like my perspective is gonna be somewhat limited until I finish the whole book. But from the well, intro I, in I, chapter one. Can I just one, jump in on that? Does it has it yeah. made you want to read the rest of it? Like do you plan to read the rest of it? Yeah, yeah. It, it it actually reminds me of one of my favorite books um, that I've read before. That the was Hungry actually, um, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Um, that, that was actually one of my takeaways. It reminds me a lot of this book I read called The Design of Everyday Things. And it reminds me of that because... The author is amazing at taking real-world situations that have happened with humans and using them to make philosophical and tangible points about doing good and the outcomes that can result from it, especially in the intro. The second chapter was like, not the second chapter actually, technically the first chapter that definitely pivots and that to me was a lot more about perspective you know i've always kind of caught myself in the mindset of like man i want to change the whole world but you know i'm not jeff bezos i can't just snap my fingers and try to end hunger but that first chapter gave me perspective into um wealth and what it means to be a part of a rich country that i don't think i've ever had before all right well that's good oh yeah and and one more thing about the book is that when it comes to um the wealth and the wealth distribution of the world it's astonishing to me at there's so much inequality within the u.s and you think about the top one percent in the u.s but thinking about the whole world and thinking about like where people as a human race are um, collectively, the disparities are even more insane and even more of a problem than even in the U.S. It's just like amplified um, a lot. And that's something that I think us as a people need to do more to address. And when I say us as a people, I mean like people of the earth and what do we want society to look like or this giant game that we call society yeah i mean i don't have anything to add like yeah <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll, get off, I'll get off my soapbox here <laughs> um no i think i think we will if not if not discuss this book in whole definitely talk about this subject again i think it's something that we're both interested in i was just looking through while you're talking you know i have ellie's like personal copies she has notes and asides and underlines throughout the book i don't think she, i don't know if she wants me to to, to read out some of her <laughs> notes but uh, i should have given you this copy it's way more interesting <laughs> <laughs> okay everyone we're we're going back into the closet before i recap what happened last episode i just want to say if there are continuity errors if it seems like there's no plan going into this. Fuck you. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to like put effort in and make this like really good. And then I realized, and I was telling Tyler this off mic, I realized this podcast is nothing if not low effort. So I hope that it goes towards the direction of things getting rowdy and fun rather than boring. But uh, let's jump back in to Cast's pod. Last episode, Tyler Velez was going to make a podcast with his friend Maximilian Ives. But when he arrived at Max's apartment, he found claw marks along the walls, doors ripped off of hinges, and Max nowhere to be found. When he stepped into the closet, the door shut on him, and he felt as if he was being transported magically, and he was, for when he opened the closet, he was in a woods with trees of five stars, and I found out that you can leave five-star reviews now on Spotify, so if people were worried about leaving five-star reviews, they're like, oh, I listened on Spotify, I can't leave a five-star review. You can, apparently, now. And as he tried to run from the closet, it started collapsing into a crater, he looks into this crater's hole, and the podcast mic flew out, giving him this sharp weapon in this mysterious world. He went out to search for any way out of the woods, and along the way, he alerted an earwolf, this creature, this massive ear with teeth and hair and four legs, and was attacked to near death. But coming out of the woods was none other than Tedby. This person in their sick leather jacket saved Tyler from this earwolf by playing a loud sound. Although Tedby was very hesitant to return to Cast's pod as they had been cast out. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) Together they returned to the city. I believe you did a little shopping. You were looking for Radio. This, this 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 deity to help you in your quest to find Max. But before you could, you heard the familiar sound of the earwolf's howl. Start to siege the city. And that's where we are now. So, Tyler Velez, you're standing in the city next to your new friend, Ted B. As these packs of wolves descend, climbing over the the city walls, you see people of the town running around, some getting into fights, some being launched on by these wolves. It's an obscene amount. And if you remember last episode, this wolf, just one knocked you near death. But what I'm going to need from you is to roll initiative. With a nat 20 on initiative, Ted B is the first to go. Also, Tyler Velez has leveled up and is now level two. Balling out. So Ted B. Fireside goes, oh, uh, um, okay, so uh, we're, uh, we're under attack here. Um, What the fuck should we do? Uh, <laughs> attack the earwolf. We'll just attack them. There's, there's probably hundreds of them. Hundreds? Holy shit. All right, let's look for somewhere safe. All right, you want to hide? See... I feel like we should run, because even if we hide, the earwolves will just, like, hear us. Alright, we could run. Alright, Tedby's just gonna take, uh, there's no earwolves, like, right next to you, so you're able to, without disengaging, take a a dash action, or Tedby is able to. So Tedby's gonna run 60 feet towards the the main entrance of uh cast pod and that's that's okay. all that's all they're going to do on their turn after them i'm going to need a uh dexterity saving throw from you please 12 plus 2 so that would be 14 you actually have plus 4 to your dex saving throw by the way oh i missed that okay now i see no worries it. that's why okay. i'm here buddy should um, i re-roll no no that's good that that passes you're fine but you hear a collective from every single earwolf in the city so much so that there's like this concussive sound wave that you just see around you knocking people over uh tedby is fully knocked in D, it's always prone which is weird to me because i feel like sometimes you would fall supine but that's neither here nor there but you see tedby uh knocked <laughs> down um to the ground after that it is uh an earwolf runs up to this fallen Ted B. They're going to get advantage on this attack because uh, they are on the ground. Oh, they just hit. 
Um, okay. This wolf bites into Tedby um, for seven damage. Tedby's already like bleeding, looking completely hurt on the ground. Um, that's your turn. Okay. I'm going to go save Tedby like a freaking badass. All right, so they are 60 feet away from you now because they, they ran. Yep. I'm going to go save their ass. Okay. So what do you want to do? I want to go run there and kill that earwolf. Okay, so you're you're going to try to make an attack on on the wolf, correct? Oh yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to bonus action dash and then I'm going to use my movement to get to the earwolf and then I'm going to take out my microphone and stab. <laughs> I'm going to kill the wolf. Okay, so roll I'm going to attack this earwolf. Because I love Ted B. Roll attack. Yes, I got a 15 plus 4. This wolf is toast. I'm going to cream this wolf. That is going to hit. Now, because you are a rogue and you're near an ally being Ted B, you have the ability sneak attack. Once per turn, you can deal an extra 1d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack, yada yada yada, if you had advantage on the attack roll, or if another enemy of the target is within 5 feet of it, that is Tedby. When you roll damage, you can add a d6 on top of that. Oh, this wolf is tough! So your your damage is 1d8 plus 2 plus 1d6. Okay, so I'm gonna roll the 1d8. So I got 3 plus 2, which is 5. Then I roll a 1d6. Yep. Dude, I'm OP. Five plus three. All right, so that's eight damage. You st- stab into this wolf. You you don't kill it. <laughs> it looks fuck, immense. You, like, give it a whole new piercing on its ear, just like this massive... I just helped it out. Damn. <laughs> but oh, just way too big to fit anything into it. It goes... That is Tedby's turn. Okay, so Tedby's going to stand. They are going to swing onto this wolf. Oh, baby. And 18's gonna hit, just, they take their staff, just, whoop, they, like, jam it into this hole you just created, and, like, rip it out. Um, oh, God. Fully kill this thing, like, ripping into the ear through the hole you made. All right, ah. good teamwork. Um, There's still, like, a ton of them, but we killed one, so that's pretty good. Also, they, and also, I'm, like, really hurt if you see that I'm bleeding, but no fun, no worries. Um, listen, listen, I had a thought, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm just not sure... If it's good, but I did have a thought, if if you let me think it, that perhaps might... I don't know. What are you, what's going on, Teddy? Okay, so, um, they're, they're ears, of course, as you know, and, like, usually the way to get them out is you make a big sound, but there's so many of them. Okay, sorry, it's just usually people will, you know, like, say okay, or uh, if they're falling along. Never mind, it's alright. It's Teddy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's, it's too loud here. The last thing I heard you say was that usually people make a big sound... But there's too many of them. Right. And then so, all I heard was people screaming, getting ripped apart okay. by wolves. All right. I get that you're stressed. I'm stressed. Um. So there is technically like a big tower in this town. I don't know if you remember that I mentioned it. I think in passing. I don't know. Um. But there's like oh, this yeah, tower. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a broadcast tower technically. The 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 issue is that no one's been able to get into it because because they. Well, it can only be opened by a by a true sound creator, you know? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's try. We gotta try, Ted. All these people are depending on us. Do you need me to pick you up? Are you hurt? I mean, kind of, but... Alright, can I pick Ted up? Uh, it's not your turn yet, but <laughs> uh, on your turn. <sighs> After Ted B, I'm gonna need you to make a con saving throw. Ooh, okay. Ted B got a nat 20. 18. Ooh, 18 saves. You hear this time, but you're able to, like, block your ears in time, as well as Tedby, this, like, high-pitched whistle that seems like it would have given you, given others advantage on attacking you as you're, like, hurt in the brain from a high-pitched sound. Either you're able to cover your ears in time, maybe you're just getting too old, you can't hear that note anymore. Um, <laughs> as you creep slowly towards death. After that, you see they use a full dash action. Another earwolf starts charging after you, but hasn't quite reached you yet. They're about 10 feet away on your turn. Yeah. So not yet. Yeah, now it's your gotcha. turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Ted B and we're going to run towards the, the tower, the broadcast tower. Okay. So you're about, um, I would say like 200 feet ish away i'm gonna say that like picking ted b up and like having that extra encumbrance is gonna take an an action okay is that my bonus action no full action 
Oh, okay. Do I get a bonus action still or no? Yeah, yeah, you would. Okay. My bonus action will be, like, running us to the tower. Okay, so you're going to take a dash bonus action, and then use your speed. So that'll 80 feet. So now you're 120 feet away from this tower, and that is okay. your full turn. That's Ted B's turn. They're just going to, I think, cure themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ted B is back up to full health. Oh, thank goodness. You see just magic uh. emanating from their hands as they're like, you're like holding them as if they're a bride <laughs> after they you just got married, <laughs> like that kind of pose. And they're just like looking up at you and they're touching their own face as magic is just healing up their wound. After that, though, two earwolves run up and block your path about 15 feet from you, the direct line that you're going. So that's your turn. What do you want to do? All right. I'm going to look at Ted B and say, let's kill these motherfucking wolves. I mean, we could certainly try, but we could also get killed by them. But, uh, sure, okay. That's fine. You gotta risk it for the biscuit, Ted B. That's what we say back where I'm from. That... Like, that doesn't really make any sense. Well, you could just go to the store. You don't have to risk much to get a biscuit. Don't question it, Ted B. Okay. <laughs> um... I love you. I'm sorry for yelling. Oh, I... You know, just met you, but... Uh, thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use my um, attack on the earwolf that is on my side. Are you going and... to um, put Tedby down? Yeah, I'm going to like drop Tedby because Tedby's at full health. Where are you going to drop them? Uh, I'm going to drop... Mm. I'm going to put Tedby next to me. So, uh, you know, near the near the wolves. Now, here's what you can do. Cunning action hide to try to get advantage on your attack. No, I'm not afraid of these wolves. I don't want to hide. I need to show it's, them who's boss. It's kind of your... Ro I mean, you certainly can. It's not necessarily like you hide and then you're gone. It's literally like hide and then immediately pop out. It's more like almost like trying to misdirect them type of hide. Oh, uh, like peek. Kaboo, but stabbing them at the end. It would basically, if you succeed on the stealth check, you get advantage on your attack. Okay, then yeah, let's do that. I, I totally understand you wanting to not hide from them. I think flavor wise, it isn't you just like being like, oh, it's more like, look over there, dive behind this. Where did he go? Stab in the back type of thing. <laughs> Max, it doesn't matter anyway. What did you get on your stealth? I rolled in that one. Okay. Um, that's fine. You like you like try to point, like, look over there. They're not buying it. It's not the worst nat one in the world. It's not going to fuck you up. You can still attack just normal with no advantage. All right. I'm going to attack these mo effing wolves. 14 plus 4. 18? Yep. That hits. And because you put Ted B next to you, you still get your sneak attack damage. Oh, hell yeah. All right. I rolled 1 plus 2 is 3. Not great. Wonderful. <laughs> Three plus six. Nine. Nine Let's damage. Go. You you stab yep. you stab into this other one like under the leg, kind of just like through um it's hard because ears are thin. Like, <laughs> where do you even attack? Just like right into the ear hole. <laughs> uh nine damage you said? Yep. This is this this creature is next to death. Um, okay, so... Do they uh, have 10 health? I won't say how much health they have. Do you want Ted B to buff you, or Ted B just to attack? I feel like Ted B should attack. Uh, I already got a good hit on that, on this wolf. Okay, so Ted B is going to... Attack Ted B! Alright, you know... Okay. And Ted B gets a... Ooh, doesn't get it. Ted B gets an 11, doesn't hit. Um, very flustered by you just saying, like, attack, and just, like, wildly swings out. But after Ted B's turn, you see a couple townspeople, seeing that you're in the middle of a fight, run out, take some swings on this wolf as well. They're like, ah, get out of our town! Uh, yeah! Um, fuck. <laughs> Should've planned those voices. <laughs> um... One of one of them is going to get a hit. They're just holding. Um, it looks like both of them have just come out of the bar, even though it's like mid afternoon. <laughs> they both just have bottles that they've smashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to do 
two damage, but believe it or not, that is enough to kill this one wolf. <laughs> so one of them is down just like just like stabbed by this broken battle but that's the other earwolf's turn hmm. i think yeah, they I see softening these wolves up and then everyone else gets to finish them <laughs> well roll better i don't know what to tell you <laughs> this earwolf does see you though as most of the, mostly the threat so it is going to try to bite you that's a smart wolf I am the threat. <laughs> the wolf gets a 15 to hit. My armor class is 14. Oh, that motherfucker. While I'm rolling damage, can you roll a strength saving throw for me? <laughs> um, 19. Okay, yeah, that passes. It, it, you see it try to like pull you down to the ground, but rolling two ones on the its damage dice, <laughs> it does four damage <laughs> to you. Okay, I can make it four so now i'm down to eight fuck low level dnd is is where things are spicy i feel like, like you're very close <laughs> to death all the time when you're like level six or or something like that you take like these massive blows and you're like i don't even fucking matter you know you're people are shooting like literal fireballs at you and giant lightning strikes and slashing great axes into you but i don't know i find low level dnd kind of fun where it's just like a wolf is like about to it's like hardcore mode you know the closest that dnd gets to like realism that you know, one slash of the sword will bring you very close to death. It's not, it might kill you. Probably a normal human could survive being slashed by a sword, depending on where the sword, you know, is slashed type of thing. Mm -hmm. But it is your turn. All right. So, so there's only, there's only one wolf left, correct? Yes. I mean, right in front of you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's one wolf left in the town. There's many more. <laughs> I gotta run to the. I'm. I'm. Ah, should I run to the tower or continue fighting this wolf? Are Are you asking me? You know what? Fuck it. We gotta kill this wolf and then keep running. I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna use my sneak attack. All right. So, well, you are. Does that mean you're gonna try to hide? Yeah. <laughs> Round two. Give me stealth. Nineteen plus four. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. That's you are fucking sneaky. You literally. <laughs> are like out kind of in the open, but you see this opportunity to hide underneath the legs of the, of the earwolf. You basically like skid underneath the earwolf being in ears, very confused as to where you are. You can uh, roll this attack with advantage, just like skewering from underneath. I rolled 14 plus four. That hits. Sweet. Okay. So then nice. I, I rolled six plus two. For my my regular damage and then we're still next to ted plus three so i hit 11 on this wolf tyler velez finish it let's go okay so i'm underneath the wolf i take my microphone of stabbing and stab it and then i like get up and start spinning in circles really fast and then like fling it off out of our way <laughs> <laughs> you see this like ear that's kind of flat except for its legs just like a frisbee just <laughs> flying through the town crashes into a wall that was your uh bonus action in action you still have your movement if you want to move 40 feet towards the tower all right i'm gonna look at ted b and say run and then you're gonna run <laughs> yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, okay so you are now 80 feet away, and that's Ted B's turn. So they're going to... Do you want them to go past you or keep pace with you? Uh, keep pace with me. We're, we're homies. We gotta travel. They're going to use their movement and then take a dash just to get that extra 10 feet since you're <laughs> extra speedy. <laughs> uh, instead of dashing up to you, I think Ted B is going to run 30 feet. So they're right behind you. And then they're going to cast Bless on you and uh, themselves. You see them be like... Protect us. Protect us, Radio. Bless lets you add a D4 to attack rolls and or saving throws. Oh, wow. So it's just it's just a little buff for you. Nice. That, that is up to a minute or if Ted B's concentration ends. Cool. Um, and speaking of saving throw, you hear the uh, collective howl again. I'm going to need deck saving throw from this like concussive blast. And you can add a D4 to this. Oh, the net Dude, you are like nothing matters to you. You literally see a sound wave come at like somehow you see the sound wave in the air and just like matrix bend below it and just keep on running. 
There, the the earwolves. Uh, you see, like a pack of them start to close in around you. They haven't quite made it to attack yet, but it does look like they are getting closer. So that's your turn. Tedby is ten feet behind you. There's a pack of earwolves trying to close the gap from you. Uh, you are blessed. What do you want to do? I want to keep running to the tower. You have 120 feet to the tower. If you use bonus action, action, and movement, you could get to the tower. You would ma- you would leave massively leave Tedby behind. However, actually, you're 80. I believe you're 80 feet from the tower, so you just need an action. You just need a bonus action and a, and a movement. How far can Tedby make it? Tedby has a speed of 30, so with a dash, they could get 60. If you double back. Ran 10 feet to Tedby, you would be 90 feet from the tower. You could pick them up and do that. You wouldn't be able to make it to the tower on that turn, but you that's also an option. You can try to hang back for them as they're running. Uh, up to you. Okay. I'm going to run forward to where Tedby can like meet me and be like equal to me. Okay, so that would be just... 50 feet, so you'd be 30 feet away from the tower. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stop 30 feet away and yell, Come on, Tedby! You can make it! That is just your movement and action or bonus action, depending on what you want to take. Is there anything that you want to do as an action or bonus action? Um, I want to taunt the wolves so they don't attack Tedby in case they catch up to them. Uh, what do you say? Stupid wolves, your ears <laughs> hear this. And then I want to do like a I want to do like a dog whistle kind of noise. Okay. Hmm. Dog whistle noise. What check is dog whistle noise? <laughs> um. I actually I just think give me let's just call it a straight charisma roll. Okay. Not a saving throw, just charisma. Yes, you have uh, a plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you... that one. I want to know that one. <laughs> you start trying to badmouth these earwolves and then suddenly just like realize there's pollen in the air and just like cannot stop sneezing from your allergies. <laughs> Even in this world, you're allergic to something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tedby is going to dash, uh, is right next to you. After that, you see some townspeople see this, like, sneezing, coughing guy and wolves coming. <laughs> They're going to try to, like, fend off some of this pack that's racing after you. They manage to, like, kind of wrestle up one of them. Not kill it, but, uh, are able to impede its, its path. However, on their turn, they're going to, this pack, there's now three in this pack. They are going to use their action to dash. They're like right up next to you and Tedby in this moment. It is now your turn. All right. So I'm going to look at Tedby and I'm going to say, Tedby, we have to make a dash for this tower. It's the only, it's our only hope. There's no way we can kill three of them. Okay. Yeah, no, I, that's, uh, I'm totally down with the uh, not uh, dying today would be good. Then run! 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 Move, Happy! We gotta go! So they are close enough to you that they would get an opportunity attack if you left their threatened area. You can take a disengage, though, if you would like. Alright, um, can I take a disengage and still make it to the tower? Yeah, you could you could make it to the tower without taking a disengage. It's 30 feet away. Okay, I'm gonna take a disengage and then run to the tower. Okay, so you make it to the tower before Ted B kind of just like slip out of the 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 wolf's paws, ear mouth. What a weird creature I've I've decided that is <laughs> going to exist. You still have your action left. You bonus action disengage. So why don't you, as an action, you reach this like large wooden door with this beautiful ornate golden lock on it with an inscription around it. So why don't you give me, let's, let's call it perception. Maybe, maybe in, yeah, let's call it investigation. Alrighty, let's do it. 19 plus three. Let's go. So you like quickly read the inscription around the lock and it says, only he who has created content that has reached the ears more than hundred times may enter. And that's Ted B's turn. They are going to disengage as well, run 30 feet up to you. Then I'm, I'm going to need a con saving throw after Ted B's turn as you hear this high-pitched call again. Uh, you can make that with your D4. 
Six plus two. Okay, this is the sound that you were trying to make. <laughs> this high-pitched sound. It's so <laughs> distract. Like, you feel your head throbbing. Uh, anyone who attacks is going to get advantage on you. And that is the earwolf's turn. So. Uh, oh, gosh. I have eight health. They run up to you. I'm going to do some rolls. I'm going to see what happens. Okay. They need to get nerfed, Max. They need to get nerfed. Interesting. Wow. Okay. The important thing to remember is that me, as a DM, is very bad at rolling. <laughs> so anytime ah. I try to make something, <laughs> you know, challenging and scary, the dice are like, nah, it's fine. So three of them is attack. One of them goes for Ted B, rolls a two, <laughs> completely <laughs> whiffs it. And then two of them go for you. One of them has advantage. The highest they got was 12 <laughs> to hit, <laughs> but the other one does hit. So one of them hits out of, out of three, one of them hits. Ooh. <laughs> ah, damn it. Did you roll a D6? Okay. So the thing is I apparently uh, roll very high sometimes for attacks. Um, so that is going to be nine damage. I'm at negative one. Okay, what so you're, the fuck? you're just at zero. Um, so you go down, and that is your turn. And that means I'm gonna need a death saving throw from you. What do I roll? So it's just a d20. Ten or higher is a save. Nine or lower is a fail. Okay. Thirteen. That's one pass. That's Ted B's turn, though. They're going to uh, cast. Cure wounds on you. Ooh, Ted baby. B. Hey, I rolled high again on this cure wounds. They heal you for nine. So you're back up. No longer making nine death. out of 13. After Ted B's turn, they, they heal you back up, pull you to your feet. A crowd now has gathered around, kind of figured out what you're trying to do. They are going to just swarm these wolves around you. Thank um, goodness. <laughs> which is going to distract them for at least a turn. So that's back to you. Um, you see this door with this inscription. What do you want to do? All right. I'm going to turn towards the door and I'm going to yell at the top of my lungs. Hello, hello, hello. This is two guys sitting in a closet, and we are two guys sitting in a closet. If you don't know, we're a podcast where every single time we do whatever we want. I'm here with my lovely co-host, and um, my co-host is actually kidnapped. But I'm going to say shit like that towards the door, because I feel like the door needs to know that I make content. As you're talking, you see, like, mist forms from your breath, from your voice, into this beautiful golden key that jams into the door, turns, unlocks, opens before you. Let's go! I'm gonna look at Tempe and say, follow me, and then run in. It's like a winding staircase up, you know, like a like a lighthouse. You run in. Tedby's turn is right after you. They dive in as the doors like shut behind them. All the like screams. Suddenly everything seems cut out. Just like this silence overtakes you. The doors shut and there's very little light at this point that you can see. We are for now, it might come back to initiative, but for now, we're going to just like rest the initiative. As you ascend to the top, you suddenly see a bit of light. Whatever was, you know, allowing these stairs to just have like a dim glow to them, you finally see at the top. There's one single light source hanging down in this large circular room. And you come up on these mixing boards, a single microphone sitting between them lazily laid on top ted b right behind you comes up i'd have always wanted to see what it looks like in here it's kind of shitty <laughs> yeah it looks a little bit dilapidated but you know what we've got a town to save ted b a town that loves you and me well they Just certainly like do not them did i ted mention b? that i was yes that you were what that i was did I not say that I was like totally exiled and thrown out? I think I might have just been beating around the bush. But my heart is racing like so much right now. Um, and there's so much adrenaline. So I'm just kind of just talking because if I feel like if I stop talking, I'm going to start throwing up, you know? So yeah, so I was just like exiled out of the town um, and told never to return. But then I came back. I don't know what, you know? So here we are. 
Tedby for what? Oh, um, you know, I, I, I said some, some, some distasteful things about Lord Ira, and and then um, they said, you know, to 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 not come back. So, you know, we can talk about that later, Tedby. We have a town to save. So I grab the microphone. Okay. And then I go. And I will please love you. Um, <laughs> that was, you know, beautiful and all. Um, but uh, I think you got to plug the microphone in. Oh, shit. Okay, I go, I go and I plug the microphone in. Um, you plug it in, Tedby looks, and uh, they are like, all right, well, we have to, you know, set up the broadcast and everything Um, before, you know, it's not just a plug-and-play type of thing. No one's used this tower in generations. Tedby, if Max was here, my, my lovely friend, and... Co-host Maximilian, as in a million times the friend anyone could ever be, Ted B. I, everyone should aspire to be a friend like me. Right now, people are wondering how how I like um, edited uh, this together, so that like they're probably <laughs> assuming that I just took like random words that you've said in the past and like put strung this together. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Ted B, where's He's like so sexy and everyone should just date him. <laughs> where's the where's the power source, Ted B? The power source is in the hearts and minds of of of, of listeners. Interesting. Interesting. So you have to have people who are listening to you and you have to have them believe, you know? Okay. So I'm going to plug in the microphone yeah, and then do like a deep look around the room. Okay. Yeah. Give me a, give me an investigation. All right. Uh, 16. You look around, you find like some volume knobs to turn up, uh, just like start blasting everything, uh, as high as it can go. And then you find this generator and it just looks lifeless. Um, and as you look at it, you feel from your heart this connection to it and you feel like you have to to break some sort of fourth wall and really make a plea to the listeners out there to believe and to spread the word <laughs> of we got a town full of your wolves two guys sitting in a closet <laughs> <laughs> These poor people I, I, and two guys sitting in a closet. We should we should cut the episode and then just like be like, now email in or everyone dies. <laughs> um, you feel in your heart that you need to channel uh, energy into it. Go ahead and give me a. What kind of role do you think podcasting is? Um. Performance for you? Do you think you pull on performance for podcasting, or do you think you pull on your animal handling survival? What, like, for honestly, God, like, what do you think? What do you think is your your podcasting skill out of out of that list? Probably like perception, because it's a lot of like reading, like our dialogue and and reacting based on what I'm like, thinking off the top. All right, everyone. Listen, you know Tyler is a world-class world or uh, role player right now because I let him choose whatever skill he wanted and he chose his worst one on the list. <laughs> I'm just I'm not going to cheat the audience out of this beautiful podcasting right, experience. Give me a perception roll. <laughs> All righty, let's go. <laughs> Eight minus one. Okay. You start to try to channel this energy in. At that moment, you hear a shattering of wood. You tell right from that point that the door has been shattered by these wolves, and you hear them start to thunder up the steps. Um, Ted is like, whatever you're trying to do, you better do it now. I'm going to lean in and like gently caress this generator. So I'm going to like kind of 
put my arms around it and lean in, and then I'm gonna start singing. Two guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet. It's two guys sitting in a closet. It's two guys. Here's here's the thing. You feel that song within your heart. Um, you have unlocked a new additional skill called yeah. podcasting. Oh, whoa. This skill you have expertise in. Sweet. You have Oh, I see. You it. have a plus 6 to your podcasting skill. As Tedby starts to sing along, doesn't know the words but suddenly feels them within their heart. So you go sit in in a closet. You can roll this with advantage. Oh, 19 plus 6. Let's go. I was just about to say it's a DC 20 to hit. You get a 25 as this generator lights to life. And this song, as you're singing, the microphone's plugged in, the volume's turned up. Throughout the town, they hear, um, and I'm going to play the theme song right here. That's going to be sick. <laughs> they, they hear this pounding through. You hear the howls of the wolves as they run away. And you save the town. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Thank you so much for playing. Let's oh go. my god, how are you feeling? Thank you. <laughs> that was what I was hoping for. Getting get some rowdy. Getting some rowdy. <laughs> and definitely feeling adventurous. Dude, that was great. That was amazing job. I love the energy you brought today. Uh just that was fun. I had fun. I hope I hope everyone had fun listening. Um, <laughs> leave five star review. Uh I don't know if you got that subtle hint when I said it. <laughs> um all right uh so that is going and and uh you know you can probably tell there's going to be some more episodes of this next episode is going to be tyler's take but then we're going to come back to this world and you know max is still missing the battle is won but the war is still going oh yeah all right so recommendations how you feeling you need some time to think of one uh you can go first (laughs) tyler has some some interesting takes about spider-man do you want to say what that take is tyler uh yeah i mean i love spider-man but the original movies are good so like my whole thing is that you know if i feel like watching spider-man i'm just gonna watch the spider-man movies that i like and that i view as the best spider-man movies so it's really not much else to it. Yeah. So, you know, why try anything new that might be better? And obviously you have to view them as the best if they're the only that you've seen. But here's the thing. I now have a power of recommendation to you. And I have a question for you. Oh, God. Tyler Velez. <laughs> Tyler Gangster Wankster Velez Rodrigo Perez or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Only only the real fans would understand. <laughs> How many Puerto Rican superheroes do you know of? It's actually crazy that you just said that because, dude, I went to um, a farmer's market this morning, full disclosure, that's why I was late, and one of the people at the stand had their kid, and they were just like this cute little kid, probably like four or five years old. And they're like, you know, really outgoing. They're like, oh, what's your name? And I go, Tyler. And then they go, Tyler. And then they look at me and go, you look like Spider-Man. So apparently I'm Puerto Rican Spider-Man. Well, let me let me tell you this. You know why they said that? Because there is a half black, half Puerto Rican Spider-Man. Really? Named Miles Morales. And there is a movie starring Miles Morales known as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the best Spider-Man film. And my recommendation to you is to watch that movie and try not to be stubborn about the fact that you think you only need one Spider-Man trilogy. Because let me tell you, I used to think the same thing. I watched this movie and I was floored. There's no reason why it should be as good as it is. It is not just one of the best spider-man movies it's one of the best movies i've seen it just has so much heart laughs genuine emotion all packed in a fun action package and the animation is gorgeous it's beautiful and let me know if you want me to watch it with you i've seen it uh i rewatched it very recently and i will rewatch it again it is one of my favorite films i love it so much Damn. um so 
Uh, I'll give it a shot then. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I ask. I take these recommendations very seriously. All right. So uh, just give me a recommendation and then we can wrap up the show and I can walk around a little bit because my leg is absolutely destroyed. My recommendation to you. Yeah, this is going to be kind of annoying for you. (laughs) This is what always happens. I I, got to be meaner with my recommendations. No, 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 no. I'm just interested to know how this will affect you mentally. But for the next, uh, no, a week is too long. Okay, for th- three days straight, anyone that you pass by, you know, like in the street or at the store, you know, just give a friendly hello for three days straight. Wow. You're an asshole. You're going to have to actually interact with people. <laughs> so basically your recommendation for me is to not leave my apartment for three days. <laughs> if that's the lengths that you will go to avoid uh, I mean, the so, talking to strangers challenge. <laughs> and I'll, Maybe I'll touch on this more next episode because we got we to gotta wrap it up. But like the thing about living in a city like Boston is it's more polite just to like ignore people and give them their space. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's definitely different down here in Gainesville. But I think that's the show. That is the show. Do you want to send us out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I always forget. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, tell us we're terrible or tell us you like us or whatever else, email us at two guys sitting in a closet at gmail.com. Um, just the title of the show at gmail.com. It would be amazing to see anyone uh, shoot us an email. So just wanted to shout that out. I always forget. But without further ado, we've been two guys sitting in a closet, but now it's time to get out. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Get out of here. Okay. You like that Boston accent? Are you ready to go back to a world of fantasy? Tyler, are you ready? Wait, wait Tyler's Tyler's not ready. Tyler's Tyler's not Oh, you knew it! I what was going to say, Tyler, was going to take this transition opportunity to alleviate some being urges. Okay, I'll be I right said back. it in a lot fewer words.